Hello and welcome back to the third episode of the Metal Antics Podcast. Today I'm joined by my co-host Michael. Hey. Isaiah. Hola, hola. And our special guest, Zach, the singer slash vocalist of Ocean of Illusions. Well, that's good. How's it going, man? Up, I can't man? complain too much. How's everyone doing today? How's everyone doing? Hanging in there. Doing all right. We out here. We existing. We trying. What, what, what you guys do today before we jump into everything? Uh, literally nothing. <laughs> that's what my day consists of. How about you, Michael? Played a little video games, walking my dog, you know. What are you playing right now, dude? Uh, I was playing Insurgency. On my computer. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those those simu- military simulation type of games. Oh, but, dope. Yeah. What you do today? How was your day? Uh, it was good. Between cooking, uh, I, I also had like my other regular job <laughs> that I work at <laughs> work. Uh, I also went to class from like five thirty to seven thirty virtually. Oh yeah, yeah. I had I had class too. Yeah. And then my professor told me that it was that he was canceling class, so I was there for five minutes virtually, and then I just yeah. Oh yeah. wow. I was in my class for like thirty hours. It's usually like a two and a half hour lecture, and he was just like, "Yeah, I just wanted to give you some tips on your oral presentation, and then uh, happy holidays. See you later." <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Later, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's going on, like, uh, music wise? Music-wise, uh, it's been fun. It's been a fun, uh, you know, quarantine for the band, honestly. Um, where we are now is that we're working on the next album. Uh, we released Vile in, um, I guess it was September. I'm really not good with time, honestly. I wish. Uh, we released Vile Extortion in September. And what we're trying to do now, we've been trying to collect, like, we've just been going to our jam space and just, like, hit the record button and let's, like, pump out whatever we can. So right now... Mm, we're somewhere in between. We have enough for an album, but we also have enough for an EP. So we're just trying to decide like what that rebrand looks like. Do we go for a full album? Do we go for a full EP? And you know, like it's got to be intention behind it, you know, and a right. whole, whole strategy. Um. So, but we wanted to put something out because it's been a, it, it was a while since we have, and you know, with COVID and everything, we were kind of we weren't jamming or anything, and we kind of we were considering like what do we even do with the band now because like it's like everyone's an internet project now like that's what it is like mm-hmm. unless you live down south or you live in the midwest you're not playing shows over here like it's it's a dub for that and the, yeah, whole, all, the, and the scene virtual. the scene will blacklist you for that like oh yeah definitely yeah. if you have a concert they'll be like why how dare you they'll yeah, shun dare you yeah it's understandable like yeah, I, i'm definitely. with it like i love shows a lot too but like I'm not but yeah if it's necessary it's needed yeah yeah, you guys played a, a virtual show I saw a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, that was oh, yeah, super yeah, yeah. dope. So super shout out to Hardcore Central, I Christian Rock. Um, there was a couple of like different like hardcore like communities that like put it together and like Christian communities. Um, Oceans isn't a Christian band, but shout out to like Christcore and Risecore, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that shit. Um, but yeah, they like Hardcore Central was a part of that. I Christian Rock was the main people who host it. But Hardcore Central, like, they just promote regular bands that you would just hear about. And they were like, yo, we really like your music. Would you play a virtual festival? And, and the whole band was like, virtual festival? Like, w- it beats, like, not, you know, doing yeah, anything. Yeah. It beats no festival. Yeah, so what we ended up doing, um, the guitarist of my band and the drummer, they both are really, like, great editors and recorders. Um, like, they record music and, like, videos and shit like that. So uh, Kedwin, also Buddha Oceans. Check out Buddha Oceans. Uh, he has a green screen in his room, so we, um, he was like, yo, everyone play your parts. Like, we did four songs for the thing. Like, so play all four songs. Like, I'm in a green screen. I do my parts. Then somebody stands, and then you go, and then you go. 
and then we just put the albums and they were like yeah you can just send us four songs and we'll clip you into your time slot and we got the play oh, like, it wasn't live no 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 the, that was like we recorded it like two or three weeks before that oh, wow. but yeah like some of the bands either sent their live sets from like uh like from a lot from a live show before covid or some bands like just did like they rented out stuff like this and then they just did like four gopros and just cut it up make it look nice you know um but for that one, like, no, it was kind of cool because it was just, like, the first time we got to play a show and not be sweaty and tired. Like, I was yeah, sweaty yeah, that yeah. day. But the day <laughs> I'm watching it, you know, and it was also cool to actually finally see myself perform in a weird way. You know, oh, besides, yeah. like, videos, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, yeah, we got to, like, uh, virtually share the stage with, like, Victims and Delenda and, like, all these crazy uh, – they had so many, like, crazy bands on this lineup. Like, Searching Serenity was, like, a one-man band project. And it was just him, like, one-man band vocalist. And he, yo, it was super heavy. Like, it made no sense. Um, Degrader was on there from, right? Um, there was just, yeah, it was it was dope. And, uh, yeah, Victims and what's this other band? Uh, some of the bands I were, like, so new to, like, as well, which is always great, you know, to figure mm-hmm. out new people. Um, Resistor from PA, that's what I was thinking of. Resistor was really cool, and um, we had we ha- okay. So you had asked me before, is this something we can't talk about that we're gonna do? There's another virtual festival we have, but we just gotta like finish like some stuff before we can like play it. Right, yeah, so like that. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, so that that that's actually really cool. And shout out to the people when we announce it. Shout out to them already. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a pre shout out. Yeah, pre shout out. <laughs> yeah. pre shout outs if I could. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you if you guys had like anything planned you were doing to like since there's like this whole COVID things going on, but you yeah. kind of already like talked about it's like stuff that you're doing. But yeah, we're we're like working on a couple of things. So like right now, what's like I'll, I'll be super transparent. What's like the last thing that was in the band chat? It's like music video for Vile. Like you know why not? Like you know there's no because right now I think before bands were in a sense on a timeline. Like soon as you. Drop the music video, everything needed to be online. You need to play the show next to play the new song. But now it's like, you can either bide your time, you could be writing a whole bunch, like we're doing, a lot of bands are doing, Monument's doing it, as you talked about Dylan. They're, you know, they're biding their time right, and they're like writing, and you're just making consistent material. And that's what we're trying to do too, because co- before COVID, we we lost our guitarist, Chris. Uh, not like lost, lost, but like, you know, he just, he, he, um, he was finishing up at Rutgers, so shout out to him, he got his degree. Oh, and, um, shout out to him. If you guys ever heard of Sanoa, that's his other band. He's he's with them. So uh, we parted away with him. No bad blood. Like, that's still the homie and shit. Um, and then, um, yeah, we, we parted ways with him. And now we have um, another guitarist. His, his, his name is Jake. And since we started in, like, 2012, Jake's always been the homie. Like, if we're all practicing, Jake's, like, chilling in the corner. He's, he's always known the songs. He's filled in like three or four times, like back in the day. Oh, so he's just the guy who's always chilling in the yeah, back but, of the practice. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, like he knows it. Like he's like, "Yo, can you cover? I got you. I'm off tonight." You know. Uh-huh. And so now he's like officially in the band, and like the material is still in a sense fluid. You know what I mean? But you also have to find those new dynamics. So I think that's been the thing for us too. Like we can't release a full album yet because the band's dynamics, in, in a sense, has changed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We still have, uh, like, from when the band started, the original members, like, the only two left are me and Kedwin. Josh came in, um, Josh Held came in for the self-titled, and, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Josh came in for, like, the self-titled, and Chris, like, Chris is, uh, Chris was in the band for a while as well, and then, um, yeah, like, now we're just trying to find, like, that new bi- band dynamic, and 
I think with from what we put together in our little playlist so far that we have, I wish I could show it to you guys, but um, I, I, I think I'm super happy with what we've been like putting together, and I think like the folks who like know us are gonna be really happy with like the material. So you know, at this point, it's just like a patience game, and like you know, we're just trying to battle plan properly. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so, so can you say anything like if it's like heavier than Ooh. any like like any of your previous what, stuff? What's the sound? Like, are, if you're allowed to even say it? Oh no, yeah, we we can like talk about it. Um, oh, okay, I think like people always like known us for like the like the ambience and like you know always trying to like set like people are like oh man you guys like set like a kind of like a mood with all like the, yeah like the, the sense, choirs and like the tones, oh, yeah. you know like the tones yeah. So I feel like for this one. It's a real. It's a big mix between like our heavy, like our heavy aspects. Uh, Jake's take on like, like the drone noises and like the background, like just fucking dissonance, you know. Yeah. So. I think it's gonna be really interesting because now Josh has taken lead as guitar because and he's got like really great influences. So it's been really great to see how Jake and Josh's like, two guitar styles mesh. And like, you know, we're getting like heavy, like it's a mix of groove, you know, death metal. It's going to be a lot of dissonance on this one. And I, I feel honestly, we're also in a sense, like reverting back to like more like just sort of fight music. Like it's oh, either going to be fight yeah. music or it's going to be like really dissonant. Like oh, I, think, yeah. <laughs> I think that's like a good way to shorten and say it. Cause um, I feel like for the self-titled, it was very like proggy and techy, but also heavy. And our first one, our first release was more like on the death metal end, breakdowns end. In, in our self-title, we have those as well. But I feel for this one, the crowd's going to get like a really nice mix between that and like, I guess, a new dissonance and just like, I guess, all of our frustration and just anything that was just going on in that timeline of COVID. Because this is just like this whole release that we're going to put out, whether it be an EP or an album. It's basically like it's all COVID fucking music, you know. What I mean, like Sunday practices when we were comfortable, comfortable enough to actually get together finally. Yeah, I was just just like, we gotta put something down, and like, you know, motherfuckers is frustrated. You know, shit is just going on in everybody's life, so it's like, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna hit people differently. So I'm excited about that, and you know, um, I hope people like our, you know, I like our choice and like some of the like changes and I feel like we're going to be also going back to more of like some of the hardcore songs we had. So we're, we're trying to just like, kind of, we're kind of like, yo, let's just have fun with it. Like if something crazy comes out, like, like, let's keep it and let's work with it. So mm -hmm. I think that's, what's also been good about this process. Yeah. Now, did you guys write vile extortion during quarantine or was that something that you guys had beforehand? No, like, so vile, Vile was like semi in between. Like it was always in a sense it was gonna come out, and then it was just like, oh, you know, the world's on fire now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then um, that was like, okay, how do we, how do we work it out so like the you know the person recording it is comfortable? Shout out to Dave Rico. He 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 like tracked all of it, and shout out to Stas Clockwise from the Harkening. He mixed and mastered our album. I mean, not our album, Vile Extortion, and it sounds great. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, like. For Vile, it was just like, yo, we got to put something out because now it's been like, you know, we released a self-titled. And after the self-titled, like, we usually, after we usually release something, what we've tried to do is make sure that we, you know, play our state, play outside of the state. And if we can tour, 
that would be the best route. Um, but with like, but you know, now like, we I, I was working on a tour, <laughs> but you know, COVID threw a wrench in that. So we were just like, yo, we got to get something out. And like I said, it also took us a while to all be comfortable with coming together to track everything, you know, and like with just the state of the world and shit. And I just think Vile was just like, you know, Vile was fun and it was just a way for us to also get together and see like what that, that's a taste, I guess, of the new dynamic, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. and and more. And there's going to be more. Yeah, that, that part at the end of it where you have like that, uh, what is it? It's beat. Uh, oh, breed, misinform. Oh, breed. Yeah, breed, misinform, and slave repeat. That's fucking badass. I love that. Thanks, That's like my man. favorite part of the song, cause Thank like you. it's just like you hear it and then you just go, oh fuck yeah, something's gonna happen. Yeah, dude. And Thank you, man. That'd be That's, great in a t-shirt. You got you got t-shirts of that? Uh, suit that. <laughs> we're, I'm <laughs> we're working on like new merch designs and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So, got some stuff coming, but um. Yeah, with Vile, we're that's you know right now we're we're in the decision of where we're gonna go with like you know music video and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and if that's it, or do we save, you know, or do we bide our time and wait until we're you know fully done on the album and have a whole bunch of music videos? So, you know, those are some of the, some so those are some of the conversations that we've been having like well in the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. All right, cool stuff, cool stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys have anything? Um. Uh, so like for your your new stuff that you guys are working on, mm-hmm. would you say it's more like a like a linear type of thing? Like all the songs, they have like the same ambience to it or tone to it. Like they all lead into each other, or every uh, everything on there is like something different that hits you differently. I would say like every song is gonna hit you differently, but we all like even for all of them, we always try to make sure the transitions into yeah, the yeah. songs in the in between will make sure that it melds. Even if the song is like one is down here low and the other one is like crazy erratic. That in between transition, we try to make sure we like ease you into it if possible. Yes. Yeah, um, but great. then I think there's also gonna be songs where you're gonna be like, "Whoa, that was chill." And this last <laughs> song, they've just they just been swinging and it's been violent. Um, and right now we're also just working out like a con. We've been leaning towards like a concept for the next album. So like you know what does that look like in artwork and you know in you know lyrics and with some of the songs already, we've leaned it towards that you know leaning towards that con like towards a certain concept. But it could we could also take it and spin it. So it's more or less like, what does it look like to be, I guess, you know, intentional if we're doing a rebrand and what does that new dynamic look like and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, how do you guys, like, write songs? Like, like, in what order do you come with? Do you come with the drums first, the guitar, mm-hmm. and maybe, like, lyrics? Like, mm-hmm. how does that process look for so you? So the, the process for Oceans is actually, like, different in a couple ways. So there's, there's like, way one, like, Kedwin, our drummer, like Buddha Oceans, he'll be like, yo, I wrote this. Like, and he'll just like play, like he records at his own house. Josh records at his own house as well. And so Buddha will like just write. He'll be like, yo, I wrote all these drums. And then like he can play guitar. Like he used to play guitar. He still does. So he'll write out like, you know, some like crazy drums and like some just like rhythm guitar just to go along with it. Then, you know, he'll send it over to Jake and Jake is like, I like this. <laughs> and then so he'll send it to Jake and Jake will be like, I'm gonna put some dissonant stuff here. You might need some really good rhythm here. And then then Josh will come over to Jake's and then be like, "Eh, yeah, I like that. But can we make this a little bit faster? Like, let me do some riffs here. And then like either for me lyrically, I'll have something written. Like I, cause I write a lot of the oceans, uh, a lot of the ocean songs, lyrically at least. Some of them are poems before they were songs. Unless like you you tell me like, yo, 
I wrote this song and like this is just my feeling about it. That's what some of the guys will like tell me. And then I'll just take that and then I'll if I have like a list of titles I'm already working with, I'll try to match it and meld it to that and then you know like rap it. Then you have the other way where like Josh or Jake may have like a whole guitar thing written out and they'll semi-program drums and Kevin will be like we could do that. Or and he's just like He's just like some kind of witch doctor on the goddamn Mac, man. Because he like, you know, he just moves a couple keys and be like, you know, he'll just move all the kicks and he, you know, he can play it. So it's nuts. He can play everything. Yeah, your guys are pretty technical. Yo, he's he's nuts. I don't even get it sometimes. Um, but like, you know, he'll 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 take like whatever Jake has or Josh has and be like, yeah, we can take this. He's like, yeah, what about a stop here or some blast beats here? And you know, he'll he'll just like, yeah, you know what? We'll just we'll just keep the kicks going. And, you know, he can keep up with it, and he can also mix it, and then, you know, he'll chop it up. And then, you know, we, in a sense, try to freestyle certain sessions. If you, if you, you know, mm-hmm. Kevin will play, just like, we have the E-Kit, and Josh will just be riffing. We'll take that, whatever, that sounds really nice. And, you know, we'll, we'll, you know we try a different, couple different ways. And I think COVID, as it is fucked up, you know, it's also given us some freedom to just fuck around and have fun again. And I think that's what's important to try to, like, make music that people – like and also that you're gonna enjoy just as like playing it whether it be virtually or <laughs> live in two three years <laughs> whatever yeah know? i was gonna ask because covid has it helped you write like do you feel like you're on less of a deadline or more of a deadline no now? i feel like there's no deadline you know what I mean? and i feel like with that too that could in a sense cause a sense like sense of anxiety yeah because then you're just like where does it go you know like where mm-hmm. does it go because are you in this dead zone you know are you floating um but I feel like for us, it was kind of a nice like breather so we could figure out like, yo, what does this new band dynamic works look like? And for certain bands, it may have been a killer, you know? And I think there was a lot of things that could add to that. There was this, between like COVID, there was a lot of political shit. There was a lot of racial oh, yeah, shit, yeah. you know, this year. <laughs> oh, so and I feel like, especially in the scene, the music scene, people look up to like different artists, whether they be white, black, Spanish, you know, a- Asian, it doesn't matter. And then... You got all the political shit, and then people are like, or your, you know, your guitarist, your bassist says some shit, and then you're like, oh shit, like, motherfuckers are political, and like, feelings are getting hurt, or your favorite guitarist from your favorite band just said some really ignorant shit, and you're just like, God damn, God it. damn it, you know, what I, mean? like, <laughs> I feel like, and I feel like, <laughs> what is, and then like to me, it's like, what does the scene even look like, you know, after this, because. Like, I saw what you posted. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's going to be all that kind of shit, you know? Whether it be, like, you're on the left or you're on the right, you know, all that bipartisan shit. But, like, it's it's just fucking crazy. But I just think COVID is either, either really did your band, like, musical justice so you could, like, just sit and write and get to know each other when you're comfortable, of course. And then... um <laughs> And then on the other end, I feel like it could have just been a stressor, but with all the just the external things. So like, I'm kind. Of, I feel for us, we maybe in the beginning there was definitely anxiety because it was just like, what is like, do we even continue as a band? Like, where is mm-hmm. it gonna go now? Like, is it worth is it worth it to be an internet project when we've always worked so hard to be like a live band and tour and like? Oh yeah, it takes away a, a lot from. A lot of people, not even my band, you know, mm-hmm. from other bands. So I think it's just, mm, it's you know, it's, it's r- like it's rough, man. I think it's rough for like a lot of bands out there, and they're trying to like make it work with each other, and like, but yeah, just, COVID is like a make or break thing for bands right now. Yeah, for sure. Like, 
and and, and like it's it's good like like I was saying it's good too because the internet's like a fucking resource like it's oh, the greatest yeah. resource you got and bands are pop like even though there's a fucking pandemic on there are bands popping you know there are bands popping if I'm too far from the mic you let me know bro <laughs> I feel like I keep pulling it away I think yeah. you're good yeah <laughs> um but yeah like I, and I feel like. There's like so many, there's just so many like modalities for people to use, like whether it be TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, like bands are still popping. Like even if there's like no shows, bands are finding ways to like be innovative and use like what they've got. You know what I mean? Resourceful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like your your song Vile, it has like it's most viewed on Spotify for you guys. It has like fifteen thousand views. Yeah, and and so what what I really liked about like just I guess the traction it's got, we've like. We've got like a lot of organic track, just people we've met like over the years. Like we've been a band since like two thousand, like the, to the beginning of two thousand twelve, and like, we just get like before we even put like the money behind the, the promotions, we get like a lot of just like, awesome and loyal folks who just share it, and then they they they'll put it in the ears of really great people, and they'll be like, yo, I put it on a playlist, and I get a lot of followers. Like yo, shit, like this is great, cause like. I want to say a month after, like, I checked the Spotify for artists just to see, like, you know, I want to see, like, the metrics, how everything is, like, moving. And it was just, like, yeah, like, it's on, like, over 100, like, it was over on, like, 200 playlists. And I was trying to see which ones it was getting the most taps on. And, you know, there were some that we reached out personally to, but there were ones that people put us on and we didn't even know, you know, which was really cool. And it was just, like, you know, all you can do at that point is just, like, reach out and thank them for, like, Mm -hmm. being a fan of yours. And, you know. Yeah, for doing that without even having to be asked. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, people, I'm just glad people have, like, shared it and stuff like that. And, like, they've still just been rocking with us and people still dig it, you know? You know, like, because I know people are, like, like, hardcore music and deathcore is dying. And, like, people really took, like, that, like, when COVID happened. Because the the show is a lot, like, the energy is the show, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People go for the hardcore shows and the deathcore shows and, like, any shows where you can, like, fucking have that physical contact because mm-hmm. it's an energy exchange you know what I mean but now that shit's gone so it's like you're gonna pop off now in your, like your living room you know it's hard <laughs> yeah right you can't really throw spin kicks too much in your living room unless you're like you know clearing the like living room out got a wide ass living room so like <laughs> I'm still like you know I'm, I'm just always grateful like that people will take the time to be like yo I listen to your fucking whole album while I'm at work that's my shit there's like there's like dude his name is Mr. Good Luck, like, 79 or 89. I can't even think of his, like, he's in Idaho, somewhere in the Midwest. Dude is always, like, he's a man. Yeah, we had we had one guy on our Instagram. I posted something to be like, yo, ask a question if you like. And I got I got one guy. His name is uh, Mike R. O. Photos. So Yo, McCarrow, yeah, it might be yeah, yeah, Mike yeah. he's a man. So he said, "Damn straight entertainment, shout out to them. They were always putting on the grace DIY local shows and the shit." What is, what is this funny motherfucker? <laughs> he's the best, dude. He's the best. His question was, "Why are they so cute?" <laughs> dude, you know why, man. You know why? Because you play that reggae horn, and I just have to act up. That's why I'm. It'd be like that. It'd be she. He gets it. He gets it. He gets it. Yeah, dude. He he he's a fucking great guy. Him and Ernie. Like like if you want to think of like, yo, who knows the scene and like I feel like they're just like the fucking encyclopedias of New Jersey scene. Like they know it. They support it. Like if you want to know more, you can go to a damn straight entertainment. There's there's a lot of great entertainment like companies out there, but those two like they just started like two homies that were like. We want to put shows on. 
for all the bands that we like, and we want to make sure that they're right and that they get paid. They, you know, they're just doing justice because everyone was dealing with all the pay-to-play shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, those two are just genuine fucking music lovers. And shout out to Ernie. Shout out to Macaro Munch, Macaro Photos. You're the best, dude. Um, yeah, you guys should support them because they're the best. Yeah, I, g- I gave them well. a follow on the account today. So awesome. But um, yeah, they they do uh, DIY shows around here. They they were they were hosting really well, great yeah. shows. Yeah, they were bouncing around. They had a couple venues under the belt, and then you know like Jersey's like Jersey's been really killing the scene because it's hard to have most of the shows for a point. You got to be twenty one plus, which is, it's hard for the grab. And then any of the like you need really eighteen plus or all ages shows if possible. Mm-hmm. But Jersey really doesn't let that shit rock. You know what I mean? So that makes it like that makes it really hard. And then. For the bands who have like fans who aren't 21, where are the venues you can go? And then a lot of those venues are Central Jersey, South Jersey, like, and if bands are up north or up south, like, it's just it's just like, it's not the best. And you have you have the big like venues, but then like, you know, either they don't pay bands out, which is like, you know, it's it's a complicated situation because, you know, bands have their you know bands have their needs as they're on the road, they need to get paid, but then like. Local bands are also like breaking their necks and breaking their backs. Some of them selling tickets, some of them not. Like it's like I said, it's fucking complicated. And then like money gets involved and people feel like they're you know money uh, money gets involved and I feel like people feel like you know they're just they're just kind of left on the like roadside you know and they're just like I'm playing shows but it's not getting me nowhere you know so I think it's like the rough part about it too. But you just kind of have to. Roll with the punches. Be selective about your shows. Know when you can sell tickets if you can. And know if it's also worth it, you know? And I, c- I could think of some other tips, but, like, sorry, my... my, my no, it's not yeah, I, I wasn't even, like, in the thought of tips for <laughs> selling tickets <laughs> and gonna... shit, you know? Is there, uh, like, is there anything that you think you've learned or learned mm-hmm. that helped you, like, with your band and everything during this whole COVID thing? Any new people you met that have helped you, you know, like... St- Tips and tricks, stuff mm. that's getting, getting, you know, getting you guys by. Yeah, getting mm. you guys by. Or you know, no, no, yeah, I got you, I got yeah, you. Yeah. I'm just like, I think, what it. So when it comes to like COVID and your own band and just like this whole new virtual platform, content is really important, and I think using like your internal resources like if your guitarist can do something if your drummer can do like if everyone can split up different jobs within your band and like you guys are saying how you built your podcast you want to be setting dates like even though playing music and shit is fun you also want to semi-treat it like an like a business like mm-hmm. because you can you're gonna like half the time you're gonna make money half the time you're not like, yeah like a real fucking business oh yeah but your business is playing shows hanging out you know you want to be networking I think what's important too, which people forget, I get well, never mind, there's no live shows. It's gonna be like make sure you're talking to people after fucking shows, connect, you know, that's like important. People play shows and they dip. Like it's a, I get you, you have work, but you also wanna make sure that you're giving into the scene and the community that gives to you and you know. Oh yeah, exactly. You, you want that back. shit to be cyclical yeah. You wanna possible. sell yourself. Well sell yourself and be able to like do shit for the scene in return. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, what you're doing right now is giving back to the scene and then playing the music, and then, like, it's cyclical because then they shout you out. You know, it's it, it comes back, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's all out of love. 
But I think bands too, you also need to treat it like a business. So your content needs to be comport like your content needs to be consistent. It doesn't always need to be like important, you know, in a weird like serious way. It could be funny, but but people want to know your band. Like they want to know everyone. They want to like see you guys have fun as much as they want to see you right. Um, spend time with each other. I think that's really important too. Like all bands should just like you, even if you're not like writing you should be generally just spending time with each other so you can like those are your friends like you know besides being you know like the people you share the stage with mm -hmm. you have to also keep that and if you don't some like the band will fall apart and sometimes it won't and you can just keep it strict business but i think it's just important uh i think we like talked about a little bit earlier like use like use the resources like the internet right now there's not that there's no excuse for for any band not to be con creating content but like there's just so many platforms and so many things you can do and if you want to know how to do it like who's your favorite band or like five favorite bands see what their see what their patterns are see how they're moving you you might not have a management company but you can move like an internal one like you know fucking death row records shit you do it you do it yourself you know yeah yeah why that shit like if you don't want to spend money if you don't want to spend money you're gonna have to spend a little money like to lose money to make money all that shit yeah exactly but you also need to be able to put in like the personal man hours too like between everybody everyone should be sharing shit all that like you need to like everybody might not want agenda for meetings but you know like if you had a band meeting like let everybody know what happened that's what i try to do you know for, for, like for the guys if i can you know what i mean it's just uh, Man, you, pretty, it? you pretty much nailed yeah. it on the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't you think there's... I mean, if you want to go deeper, that's up to you. Not, but I think you, you you got the question pretty good. It's not that I want to go deeper. I just think there's, like, it's so much right now because of COVID, like, and, <clears throat> like, especially bands who, like, only got a couple of months. Like, like I think about the bands who only got a couple of months of live shows. Like, they just started or some shit, you know what I mean? And then they go virtual. Like, what the fuck do you do? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck do you do? And, like... If you don't have the experience or you know what i mean like the network like that's hard you know so i think i just hope bands are like doing their best and trying to like every all the little content all the little fun times you're having with the band those are all worth it moments one to record to let like the internet see because that's your new platform and i think make music either with intention or without it people are into a whole bunch of different shit these days like and you know like, I feel like everyone's fucking attention span. People are either into really serious shit or into really funny shit or gimmicky shit. Find your, you know, find what works for your band. You know, you want to see what works for your band. <laughs> We're in a studio, so if you hear someone singing, their their beautiful voice, it's great. Yeah, he was, like, doing his Bruce Dickinson impression. Oh, oh you can't beat that. Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun fact, Bruce Dickinson used to, like, get on rollerblades before all the sets and just do laps before the sets and then just, like, take the skates off and go in. He would he would sing really? yeah I would watch like one of the like one of their documentaries and he's like yeah that's he's like it's a good way to warm up you know he just sing the set he's <laughs> like if I do a whole lap around like say if they had an arena he do a whole lap and then he just do the set so like even for me I, I heard about that so when I used to go to the gym I used to mouth the words of like any of the ocean songs just because when we're on stage you know I'm fucking mm -hmm. bouncing around yeah, yeah. but it's like because that's just those are my cardio days like I don't go to the gym like if, I, if we had shows. I'm like, if I lift it or something, I'm like, that's my cardio day. Like, because that's straight 45 minutes of cardio. Like, I'm gonna be doing some lifting because I'm lifting on my own back if I'm, like, you know, <laughs> breaking it down and shit, you know. 
Yeah. So speaking of your shows, you have any like uh, like what's your favorite show? Have you have you had Damn. a single one show that sticks out from the others? Stop it. That's so hard. <laughs> right, you don't have one show. I could do like top three. Yeah. Yeah. Right, give us cool, top three. Cool. cool. Damn. In no right. order. No order. Oh, oh that's perfect. Yeah. Oh, that makes it so hard because I would never want. I don't like putting people over people. Oh yeah. No. I, definitely. I found that about myself. Um. It was our first tour. <laughs> we played in Jackson, Mississippi. It was hot as fuck. We played a festival like on some Tony Hawk shit. Yeah, you know, like they had half ramps and like they had like people were in like the bowl fucking there was a band playing, you know, we played like on a fucking side stage. It was nuts. It was like pro skater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh we played like we played with two by four, uh Ghost Key, um Kuba Khan. Oh, wow. It was fucking nuts. Yo, Jackson, Mississippi, hotter than a motherfucker. <laughs> you could be putting your seatbelt on, and you're going to be sweating bullets. It doesn't even make fucking <laughs> what sense. What month was it? Yo, it had to be. It was hot. It was, hot <laughs> it was, it was one of those hot months. <laughs> it was fucking. Whichever one's the hottest. We might have left in, like, May or June, bro. It was it was hot as balls. Like, we, was, we was just driving. Like, we just all took our shirts off. In the van, and like our first tour, we like took the wrong kind of van. Like we shouldn't have took it, but it was it was great for the experience because we all talk about it now. But it was one of those. It was five five of us. It was the van where like you get from like, well it, we didn't we didn't rent this one. This was actually ours, but you know driver passenger, just one bench seat and then a whole open thing, and we just got oh. like two two oh, bean like bags from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like we like. Yeah, and like our first our first stop on that tour, we we played with like traders and like body snatchers and shit. It was crazy. Oh, um, wow. Second second show would have to be when we met our homies in across the white water town. We also like toured with them, but we played this show with um, in Dying Arms at an arcade that was like going out of um, business, and it was like a save the arcade show. We didn't save the arcade, but we played a lot of games that night. You damn which sure is, tried to. Yeah, yeah, yeah we definitely yeah. tried. We yeah. did your fucking best. But, yo, they literally had all the games set to, like, free. Like, you just fucking play and you hit free, which I didn't well, that's understand. why you didn't save it. Yeah, the I love the show. Oh, had that part, but it was great. No, but, like, people had to pay, like, to get into the show. Oh, okay, and, okay, and, okay. And, the, and the place was booked out. And you, I think for the, maybe for the band, like, I don't know, maybe I wasn't supposed to keep pressing the start button and put money in, but I <laughs> Like, time crisis, I got, like, so far, because, you know, you always, like, I, die. Yeah, you always <laughs> die before you even get to anywhere. I was able to get to, like, level seven, and what I have to put I can't afford to in. finish the game. It's like, what? Okay, yeah, I always wonder that. Who are the people? Like, time crisis, every, it's, there's no way you're getting past the first level without having to pay again. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, I want to know how people, like, are there really people who sit, like, in you front know, of those machines right. at, like, movie theaters and right. just try? those games over like there's bro. there you watch a whole movie they're just still there bro, they drop people it. that have bro, them in their house bro they exist these people exist i, I promise you oh yeah <laughs> i know but but it's just wild to think about yeah it's they're crazy pl- they're playing right now yeah they're playing definitely. right now as we speak i'm not hating <laughs> yeah, on them they rented they out the amc yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't they don't need anything right now yeah you walk in to go see avengers endgame they're playing you walk out they're fucking beating the level still i would really actually buy an arctic thunder machine if they were like you remember that game, the Snowmobile? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That would be great. In-house Arctic Thunder. I feel like probably after five five plays, I might get tired of it, though, and be a bad purchase. But it sounds nice. <laughs> I spent $2,000 on this machine. I played, <laughs> I, five really <laughs> I played yeah. it five times. I played it five times. I didn't like it that much. <laughs> I got bored of snowmobiling. Totally, you just totally disregarded the questions. <laughs> yeah. talking about arcade. So you like time crisis oh, okay. three or oh, four. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, and last... 
Due to a technical difficulty, there is an interruption in this broadcast. Please continue as if this never happened. Thank you. Okay. So, and I would say third favorite show, we got to play my friend's wedding. So, death metal band at a wedding. They, oh, had, really? they, oh. had, a fest- they had a festival wedding. was super dope. What the Mus- hell? So, if the, if the wedding started at like... Three in the afternoon? No, 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 not even three. It started at maybe eleven in the morning. Their their ceremony was from eleven to eleven thirty. They said their vows. Baby, I love you. She said something long. My friend is so funny. He said like five minutes. He was done. <laughs> He's like, all right, baby, let's get it. And then like we played. My friend, like another one of my friends, uh, named the Jaws. He's a painting rapper. He's super dope. Check him out. Um, there were like there was music from literally. I want to say, <laughs> I want to fucking say, like, one to one, like, 1 a.m. And we were in a big open plot of land that they rented for um, their um, their reception. And, you know, so, like, there was nobody for miles to hear us and or complain about the bands. And they also had this band called, um, uh, they called Morning Dew, but they're, like, a jam band, you know. If you like jam bands, man, oh, man, it was some shit. They were just playing pianos, fucking guitars, it was it was intense. Um, yeah, that would be like some of the top ones. I feel like there's probably other ones that I can remember. And any like I feel like tour is always showing us love. Shout out to the South. It's the South's always showing us showing Ocean's love. And and um and uh, what's this other place? Tennessee. Tennessee loves ocean. The too. South of Tennessee. Shout out them. Wait, yeah. before you like before you move on to the next like uh, venue that you were at or whatever, I, I got to hear more about this wedding. So was it like they went from that jam session to then it's just a bunch of people in suits moshing? To no, no, music? no. They were like so like. All right, let me just give you a setup. So you pull up, you pull up, and the whole plot of land almost kind of looks like an upside down, like lowercase b. Okay. <laughs> and, and I say so that because you, you, you pull up like on the okay. long part of the B and that's where all the parking is. And that whole open area, right, where the center, where that hollow part is, is, is this a little pond. Not even a pond, but like a little small lake. Like maybe it's, shit is only like three feet, you know what I mean, or some shit. Like, but like in the center and everyone, we, oh, I forget, to, we camped out for this wedding. It was super dope. So oh, it was just tents all in the back. Cause they, they like, they go to festivals and they like jam and they camp out. Like they go to all that stuff. So they were like, for our wedding, they want to have one. They had all the bands and artists that they love. It was dudes rapping, women singing, women like in bands. It was just, it was definitely like over 12 or 13 artists that I like met and like some of the people I still know, you know. And that was just a, like a phenomenal time. Shout out to Jordan. Shout out to Mel. If you guys are ever in Boston, um, Electric Haze is the name of their is the name of the venue that he books at. If I'm correct, and um, yeah, shout out to them. And yeah, and is there another? That wedding was just dope. I don't know, man. That totally like, just inspired me for my future wedding. Yeah, yeah think about it. Man. Dope That's crazy. Well. Yeah, it was super dope, and like the food was great. I can't, you can't even beat it, you know, yeah. everybody was able to, like, tent, we brought, like, little grills, all that shit, you know what I mean, we were just hanging out, and, um, yeah, we stayed up until, like, two or three in the morning, you know what I mean, just chilling, the music maybe died down at one, they had, like, a DJ start playing, like, trance and, like, rave music, it was nuts, bro, like, there was, there was a lot going on, like, <laughs> there was a lot that's, going on at this wedding. That's fucking awesome, yeah. I can't was, get over that. I just thought of this, this thing, there's this, um, this, like, big BMX jam, that usually happens in Florida. It's called Swamp Fest. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were talking about the thing the, yeah. earlier with the skating mm-hmm. and the yeah the ramps and the quarter pipes and all that stuff. Yeah, that would be crazy if like if that came back, 
you look that up when you get a chance yeah. to. That would yeah, be fire. That'd be great. Yeah, we we need more festivals. You know, mm-hmm. with Warped Tour being gone, it's like what's like that main festival that everyone can go to now. We need like another touring festival. Yeah, and I feel like they really like if it's not like uh, what was the one that they had in the city? Uh, well, they always have like for the heavy bands, they have like the Bloodletting <coughs> tour. Or, like, they had Mayhem Festival for a while. The uh, Summer Slaughter. The summer sla- there you go. Summer Slaughter was always, like, good, but the lineup changes. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's... I can see Ocean being on Summer yeah. Slaughter. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. We were going to try out, because they do, like, the tryouts for those, you know? It's like the trial. You got to, like, play, like, two or three times in front of judges and shit. But mm-hmm. those are really great. Like, we've seen some really great bands play there, like, locals, too. Like, uh, from New York, Necropia. Yo, listen to Necropia, people. You don't even know. Um... <laughs> Um, you don't know, man. Yeah, you don't know. They're nuts. <laughs> um, and I would say, like, one one more show. Like, every time we went on tour down south, we went to Georgia, we played Bubba Fest. Bubba Fest was, like, back, backyard, southern love, kind of grill, like, grilling. Bubba Fest. Yeah, Bubba Fest, like, half in the house, half outside the house kind of shit. Like, somebody's grilling all day. Man, it was crazy. Like, bands playing in the Like, it was In the rough. house. In, in the house. <laughs> The, fir- the first year was outside the house. The second year was inside the house. And it was nuts. Like, yeah, it was great. It was great. But, yeah, shout out to Bubba Fest. Shout out to Jay Rivera. Um, shout out to Sleeping Bear. I'm not sure if they're still a band. I think they are. Um, they're from down there. And there were some other bands that played, but they're not together anymore. Like, Ag- uh, Asia was down there when we played. It was a couple, like, heavy bands. Um, but, yeah, Bubba Fest was super dope. Did you guys have, like, a good, like, uh following at those shows like you guys get like a good yeah crowd. We, which was cool like there was people who just knew us and then like there was just people who were like yo i listened to your music before you came down like this is about to be crazy like the south is, you know and this that's what you know you go to any of the metal shows in the south and they're like yeah the south gets down and like they do like new york and new jersey's buck like new york and new jersey's more fighting moshing you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah people trying to knock you the fuck out of oh yeah oh, yeah. and then, then pick you up like yeah yeah you're all right you good you good like down there everyone's <laughs> just like it's like that's party shit like it's party you know they're trying to party they're trying to headbang they're trying to like mosh and still have a good time but there wasn't as many crowd killers as there are up here you know new jersey's oh, yeah. got some like some weird shit though yeah. sometimes too mm-hmm. like at, at warp tour there was this uh in the mosh pit i, for, I think it was for Maybe Kublai Khan or, mm-hmm. or um, Amir or whatever. This, yeah. this big, like, seven-foot man in a spandex suit, like, <laughs> s- like smacked me in the back of the head. <laughs> and I turned around, I was like, you got it, man. You got it. Got <laughs> my business. I call, I, call, I call anyone over, like, six or seven feet, and if they're, like, 250, 275 plus, those are tanks to me. Those are the tanks in the Those pit. are always those, the people who are just in the middle of the pit. Yeah, they're just, just like... Just walking in the middle like this is a boss. Yeah, yeah. There's like a, they're just a wave boss, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, you gotta the, come back the fourth more. breakdown is upon us. The fourth new wave boss is here. Like he just got in from the parking lot. He's like, I'm here for rinse of play. And he's just like swinging. And he's just like, Yo, please, sir, your lobes. You, 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 you dropped your lobe, and now you just kicked that little woman. <laughs> You know, like, it's just like, yeah, good to see you. Like, you never met him before, and yeah, he throws yeah. you. Yeah, those are the tanks. Oh, man. They're, they're always friendly, though, at least. They're, they're, they try to kill you, but after the song, they'll always be like, yeah, man, good shit. They're like, I saw you throwing down, good stuff. Yeah. Like, Thanks. Thanks, intimidating man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Viking. Thank you, sir. I tried to stay away from you as much as possible. <laughs> they always find a way to be in front of you so you can't see the fucking show. Yeah, always. Always, always. No matter always. how tall you are, there's always a taller person in front of you at a show. Like, God damn it, like, stay home. 
Yeah, like I'm pretty tall, and there's still a lot, a lot of shows I've been to where there's someone in front of me taller, and I'm like, come on. S- same for me, dude. I'm like, I feel like I'm tall, and then like, I'm just like, as soon as I find like a good spot, I guess another ter- tall person sees that I got the good spot. They're like, oh, and they're like, if he could, if he could see from right there. Yeah, I'm it's, I'm it's a like they can right <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm aggressively average when it comes to that. That's what I like to say. I'd like to say I'm sure aggressively I'm aggressively average. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm pushing it, you know. Pushing I'm pushing it? average. Okay. Uh, I'm five eleven. It's a six foot struggle. I just always want to be six feet. You can just say you're six foot. Who's gonna measure you? Yeah. I will. Deep <laughs> down inside you, I know, I know the line. Five eleven people don't exist. Because if you say you're five eleven, you're like five nine. So you can say you're six foot. No, I can't. Because then somebody's gonna be like, when the then the six foot person always comes with the person, and they're like, I'm definitely six two, and they're like, No, you're Someone not. gonna bust out the iPhone 12. It has a feature where you can you. just show somebody, and it, it tells oh, you yeah. their height. How accurate is that, though? I, I don't know. Tyrone has one. I, I'm scared I to find seen. out. I've never sent certain pictures ever again. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> they gonna find out how accurate it is. Wonder if it works. <laughs> uh, hope <laughs> not. <laughs> Did I answer all the venues? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, oh, okay. you, you gave us plenty. Oh, okay. Oh, before uh, I heard you say like that it's hard to find a venue that's like allows people under twenty one and that they're only in Central Jersey. I didn't even know that there were venues that cause all the venues I go to like they just allow any age. Like, I've mm. never been to a venue that like Don't they just certain put, like, age. An X in your hand. Yeah, some, some of them. Some a lot of them stopped because you know people were like underage drinking and stuff like that. And it's just certain shows, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard. Like, the ones, like, you can go to that are all ages. Sometimes they're at the VFWs. Always great shows. You can't beat those. Or, some like or like I said, some of them are, I feel like they're either vice versa. Like, if you're from South Jersey, that show you're trying to go play in North Jersey. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, it, like, especially for North, North Jersey, for a while we had Dingbats. We had, um, we had, uh, what's the fuck is this? Starland? Uh, Starland, like, you can't even really play unless you're, like, a big local. Oh, yeah. And they're selective as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, they're a great place. I've seen a lot of big bands there, but, like, Oceans has never played there. Like, I wish we had. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. I don't even know what that looks like. You know what I mean? Like, and we've played, like, stages as big as that. Yeah, so, like, which is cool, and I'm like, I'll take that as my win. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. But, like, I feel like there's this, unless you're going to go to, like, underground shows, you know what I mean? Like, any of, like, the shows where you, like, they, you know, sell tickets. Like, Oceans plays a lot of shows out of New Jersey because, like, Jersey, in a sense, was semi-dying besides the show. When I was talking about Damn Straight Entertainment, mm-hmm. like, Ernie and them, like, ACI is still doing stuff. Shout-out to Anthony Cabrera. He's always been putting people on. Um, you know, shout-out, you know, like, I feel like Dingbats was a home to a lot of people. Like, Championship Bars, like, that's a good one. But, like, for us, that's, that's a far venue. Like, that's a two-hour trip down the train, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like up here, we really don't have any more. And like, we we uh we had our um we had our release show at um damn what's this place called? They changed their goddamn name. But they don't even allow like the heavy shows anymore. Like they had Madball play like a year ago or two years ago, <laughs> and this fucking whole place. I guess they were like somebody tried to sue them. Mm-hmm. So like. You ever play, like, boiler room shows or basement shows? Oh, yeah, basement shows. Yeah, we yeah, love that like, shit. Like, oh, yeah. what, like, what is your best basement show story? Because like? I know basement shows, especially for, like, heavier stuff, it's crazy. Basement shows, I would definitely say um, shout-out to Chris Castano and Sanoa and them. Like, any of the New Brunswick basement shows, we got to play a basement show with, like, 
some punk bands. It was, yo, Jazer Jones and the Bath Salts. I don't even think they have music anywhere. Like, you won't be able to What's find What's their it. name? Jazer Jones and the Bath Salts. That's the best name ever. Fire-ass Yo, they, they, were, they were a punk band, and we played with Fat Chance, too. I don't know if you know them. They're like ska-core. They're like ska-hardcore. Oh, that shit God. is fucking dope, too. I've never heard of ska and hardcore being put together, but it, it probably That's crazy. sounds yeah. Fat Chance is awesome. Shout out to them. And was, um, was De- no, Deja Gravy was that other show. Um... No, we did play with Deja Gravy, another underground show. And it was like, there's called the Chocolate Shop, but it was in New Brunswick, um, like at Rutgers. So, like, there was like Rutgers underground shows. But before we were playing Rutgers underground shows, we, you know, people just hosted them in Jersey. Like, yo, we're playing a show in my, like, my parents' house. We'll fucking come. We'll come and <laughs> fucking break down in your shit. It don't matter. You play that Meat Locker? Hell yeah. Meat Locker's a shit. I love that, that shit. That place looks fucking That's up. A, I've yet to been, uh, be you've there. You've never been there? Yeah, well, I was it looks so fucking cool. I was, I was raised on that place. That place is a shit. You get some pizza and you're 40 ounce and you go over there. Yeah. And you chill. You just do anything in there. It's so the weird because it's in Montclair, which is such like a yuppity town. Yeah, no, but it's super dingy. Like if you want your, you want your like, your, you know, people are like, no, it's a dirty venue, but it's your dirty venue. Like it's New Jersey's. Yeah. But, like it's not dirty because Anthony definitely like does his thing to like make sure like, the meat locker is up and running and shit like that. Shout out to Anthony Rivas. Shout out to Montclair Vegan. Um, yeah, man. The meat locker is a shit. I love that place. Um, I used to really love ding, ding Bats, but I don't know if you guys know all about the shenanigans that they went through. So I, I personally just can't support it anymore. And I, that, like, I used to go to a lot of my first concerts there. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, honestly, like, in the past couple of years, Oceans has really been out in, in PA. So shout out to like all the whole PA crew, like they've shown us mad love. Um, like Achilles Promotions, shout out to them. But we've had, honestly we've been in Lancaster a lot, or we've been like we've been in Easton, or we've been in like Brooklyn, or we've been like in the city, or you know recently. We've been trying to stay out of um just stay out of Jersey, honestly, because like that's your best bet. You don't want to ever oversaturate your area. Mm-hmm. So. And, like, after that, we were just doing weekenders. We were able to go to Buffalo. We had Buffalo Wings. It was cool. <laughs> that, yeah. um, that tour you said you were setting up, was it, I think it had been, been, like, your biggest tour so far? Um, biggest in the sense of farthest. And, honestly, it would only, it would have been biggest if we did the promotion and stuff, right, depending on who we were going to go with. Mm-hmm. We had, like, a couple people in mind. Um, but I think it would have been the biggest in the sense of farthest and... In the sense of, like, if we looped in the acts that we wanted to along the road, it would have just made for, like, good, or get, like, you know, good, one, like, organic friendships where, like, yo, like, hey, I'm actually just on general vacation coming to your state and, like, I'm fucking, you know, like, it would have just been good friendships and shit and it would have just pushed, you know? So, um, the route, what the, I gotta at least tell you what the route was gonna be. Um, we were trying to, I, I always try to make some of the roots like look like certain letters or something. You know? <laughs> so like think of like an uppercase D, you know what I mean? Okay. And then, um, but the end of that, so this is the uppercase D. This would be Texas here. And we would like hit Texas and like basically anything like we just loop. This, this is like Jersey. We Anything Jersey down all the way to Texas. So a capital D at like a forty five degree angle. angle. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and if we and if we can slip and if we could slip our way into Colorado, so either it would be this way or basically So it turned to a B almost. If it, it would kind either be a capital D or just a D like on its fucking just okay. turn this way. All right. 
One day you guys gotta do like a the giant one where it's the whole band name. <laughs> yo, it's 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 fucking, yo, it's fucking a lot of gas, man. It's a lot of fucking gas, like. You know, we've like we've planned tours, and even on COVID, people asked us to come out and play. We got asked to come out and play uh, Idaho and Alabama. It was really cool, but we didn't go. Ohio, not Idaho. But like, it sucks because like, you know, people are like, "Hey, would you come out and play a show?" Because like we we're saying, like some of the, some of the states in the Midwest, the the way people are treating the virus is a little bit different, you know. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I have actually been on TikTok, like, I joined TikTok a couple of months ago, and I was just putting up some of the band stuff, and people were, like, reaching out, like, you know, some of the videos were doing very well, and somebody reached out, like, hey, would you guys come out, like, if the state allows it, like, you know, they were really following the guidelines and stuff, and it was like, we would, you know, like, I just don't know the price I'm going to be able to give you, but, like, it's going to be a lot, because, like, we'd have to get the van, a load of everything, to put in the gas to get the hotels, all that stuff, you know, and, like, usually we do that, and it's a little bit cheaper, because... We're connecting four or five shows. It's not happening anymore, you know. A lot of costs. Like I would have to literally give you the single price, you know, like for us to drive in the hours to come out there and like to make it like everybody's working now, and now it's really hard, you know. So it's Mm -hmm. like, what does that even look like? And you know, just the logistics. Like I felt bad in a sense because we, like, I quoted the guy somewhere between like one, well, the one, one of the like. Depending on what it was, it, it was gonna be like somewhere between like seven hundred to twelve hundred dollars, like, like give or take, depending on how much like, if we could save ourselves on finding a van, or do we have to rent the van, or like, can you backline it? You know, like, mm-hmm. there's a couple ways we could do it. You know what I mean? But there's still gonna be a lot of money and for it to make it worth it for everybody to come out. You know what I mean? Right. And there's a virus going on right now. And what is that? Look oh yeah, like that thing. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and. But those are actually supposed. One was supposed to be at the end of this month, and the next one is supposed to be next month. But just between the like numbers going up, like they reached out and they're like, you know, we don't know if it's gonna be possible and stuff like that. But it's just, you know, I hope when the roads open back up, we can. You know, I'd love to, and like I got to see so many places because of being in a band, so I'm like super grateful for that. You know, so yeah, Jackson, Mississippi, Tennessee. Some crazy places, man. Georgia, Florida, like Florida. I mean, well, been a Florida family, but like as a band, Maryland is really dope, you know. Uh, Buffalo. Um, he just drove through a lot of fucking states, man. West Virginia, yo. Nothing against the people in West Virginia, just fuck the size of the state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the shit is wide. And you're literally like in Virginia for a long time, like when you're trying to cut through, like to other states, you're just like, yo. Go away, Virginia. Like, we've been... <laughs> we've been here for <laughs> We've been inside you for two years. Long. Virginia, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bands of Virginia are great, but, like, fuck driving through it. Yeah, well, start wrapping it up now. You know, we've been going for a bit. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to end on? Uh, yeah, no. No? Well, uh, you know, Zach, it's been great having you, man. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. it. We'll definitely get you back on soon. Appreciate it. Uh, any shout-outs you want to give out before? Shit, I thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. If you're listening if, if you're listening to this, don't be mad if I forget you and I don't mean it because I didn't write my list and I was irresponsible and I really did think about these shout outs. Uh shout out we already talked shout out to Monument, shout out to Enochian, uh, technically Enox right now. Um shout out to Levitated, shout out to Empty Vessel, you guys are dope. Shout out to Crystal Plains, shout out to From the Depths, aka F T D. 
Uh, shout out to Ursius Fragment. Um, shout out to Chard Graves. Shout out to The Harkening. Shout out to fucking Kalanashi. Shout out to... I'm trying to think of all the goddamn shout Trying to make sure you don't miss nobody. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get out with nobody. <laughs> um, shout out to Across the White with the Tower. Those are our boys. Love you guys. Um, damn, peoples. And shout out to like the rest of my band. Shout out to them. Um... Shout out to you guys, for sure. Shout out to us. And shout out to just anybody, like, Oceans has ever shared the stage with, like, New York, New Jersey, PA, any states we've ever visited. If you take time to listen to this, super appreciate you um, for, like, staying, like, up to date with our shenanigans. Um, And, you know, once again, just thank you for giving us, giving me, I guess from right here, it's just not even us, but us as a band, you know what I mean? Sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thanks for, like, letting us, letting us talk. Oceans as like yeah, it's, yeah, right. it's yeah, been yeah, an honor. It. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Yeah. yeah. So uh yeah. That's that's been that's that was the interview. So uh you know, shout out Oceans. Thank you. And uh it, great having you. And uh go check out Bio Extortion out now, I guess on all streaming platforms. Yeah, there may be a music video, there may not, who knows? You know, COVID COVID is fucking shit up guys. I'm sorry. Stay tuned to find stay, out. Stay tuned to find out, but I, you'll love everything that we got for you. All right, good stuff, man. All right, take care, bro. All right. Everybody, good night.